Hello and welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Uh, today we're back and we're doing um, we're doing another TV podcast episode, which is where me and Robert um, just basically just discuss you know a couple of trailers that we've seen. Uh, it's not like a news-heavy show like with our uh, video game podcast. Um, discuss what we discuss other shows that we've been watching that we we don't podcast on, um, so that we can just talk about them for a few minutes or so. Uh, so yes, I'm your host as always, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How how are you doing today? Ah, uh, we're doing good. It's uh you know Tuesday here, recording time, so that's mm-hmm. always a interesting day of the week. You know, new stuff. I don't know why they drop new stuff yeah. on Tuesdays, but that's usually when it comes out. So, all right, nice. Uh, so what I'll do? I'll go first with the list of stuff that I'm watching. Um, I'll, I'll talk a bit about something just before that, and then we'll go through your list, and then uh, yeah, that'll be how we do it. Um, so I wanted to do this TV podcast specifically this week because next week The Walking Dead and 24 are back and I would have time to do this maybe but it would be a bit of a stretch and I would like rush my notes and sort of stuff like that. Um, I also wanted to give an update because it's TV related on the Lost podcast. I t- tweeted um, earlier this year that we were doing a Lost podcast. Um, it's going to be me and somebody from the lost abc group on facebook because of course if you join a facebook group specifically for a tv show i'm guessing you're a pretty big fan of that tv show uh so yeah i'm gonna grab somebody from that group um i'm gonna organize it for summer ish basically once all the dc shows go off air and 24 goes off air and walking dead uh because although i could i could do it um in the next couple of weeks like i could again it's another one it's another one of the things that i could squeeze it in but specifically with lost because there's a whole show on its own i don't want to squeeze it in i want to kind of just like take a bit more time with it make some like bigger notes and stuff um because yeah, it's a tv show that i love and i don't want to basically i don't want to rush the podcast is what the message i'm trying to get out with that um so yeah the first thing i've been watching something i've been catching up with and returns on the 30th of may and is pretty relevant uh, presidential-wise, I think you could say. Um, House of Cards. Did you watch? Have you seen House of Cards? I have not. I see commercials for it every now and then. <clears throat> um, mm. I try to avoid politics in general. I mean, not you know, in the sense of blah 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 blah. I can't hear you. Uh, yeah. I do follow politics, but when it comes to politics on TV shows. 98% of the people that work in Hollywood are only on one side of the political spectrum. So all you get is, at least from my perspective, as someone who's more middle of the road, you just get blind hatred mm. of the other side. Okay. And, you know, life's too short to spend it wallowing in hate. So it is, indeed. I tend to avoid those shows. Okay. It, it's a show that I thought I would have no interest in. Like, I thought I would watch maybe the first season and that I would put it down. Um, but yeah, I'm very engaged with the characters. I think the acting is superb, specifically from, um, Kevin, not Kevin Smith, 
uh, Kevin Spacey. Um, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, as of course Frank Underwood. Um, I love the fourth wall breaking. I don't know any other show that does that. Obviously, Deadpool does that, but that, that's a film. Um, yeah, I love the fourth wall breaking, especially because with that, it's something that he wants to say to the person or wants to do to the person sometimes, but would cause a big ruckus if he was to do that specific action or say that specific thing. Um, so he, it's nice in a way that he turns around to you and be like, I would really do this if I could, but it would get me in so much trouble. Um, and, and it adds, that's the nice comedic element to a show that deals with some dark stuff. You know, it's a, a presidential show and it deals with some dark things, deals with some deaths and people that have, um, kind of dark problems, uh, and this isn't really a spoiler, but there's um, I'll, I'll give one mention of the uh, fourth wall thing. Is uh, one of the Russian presidents comes to see him. Uh, I won't say why or what for, but he comes to see him, and he he goes down to this kind of basement type of room, sort of. It's like this boiler room sort of thing. I, I don't know exactly where it's located. Uh, and he he has a cigar with this uh, Russian president, and basically the Russian president has been a bit kind of edgy and not quite as nice to him as he could have been um and he turns around and does a fourth wall thing and he says i like if i could right now i'd throw this guy off this because they're standing on top of this like stairwell balcony type thing and he says like if i could right now i'd like throw him over but it would start a world war so that that was a nice uh funny little touch um so yeah house of cards is pretty good um Near the end of the third season, I've actually got the season finale to watch, but I'm also listening to a podcast with it, and what I've kind of stupidly done is gone ahead a bit with the show, because um, it's different with a weekly show when you're listening to a podcast, because you can kind of listen to the, you can kind of watch the show, and then within the next week you can listen to the podcast, but with binge watching it's just a little bit too tempting to watch the next one before you like listen to the podcast, so I'm catching up with the podcast for that. I'm listening to which, uh, by the way, is from Bold Move, um, and then I'm going to watch the uh, season three finale, uh, and then I just have one more season left. So, um, so yeah, uh, the next thing is Homeland, which deals with similar kind of world problems in a way. Uh, have you seen Homeland? I've seen commercials for it, but that's exclusively, at least over here. <clears throat> on Showtime, right. which I do not have, okay. so I've not been able to see it. Now, over here in the States, Hulu, you can upsize your Hulu subscription to include some Showtime shows. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, not Game of Thrones, otherwise I might do it then. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, never mind. It, Game of Thrones is HBO, but there's oh, yeah, something yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones-esque that was on Showtime that I'm misthinking of that mm-hmm. I might have done it for, but it wasn't that show. Um, and you know it's not worth the extra five bucks a month to watch reruns of Homeland, so okay. I have I not seen Homeland it. Homeland would be on, might be on Netflix because on uh, that's how I caught up with the first three seasons. Um, so yeah, I would assume it was on the the US one, but uh, it's going in a strange. This season is going in a strange direction where they have this um, this character, um, and he's just been through, and I won't mention who it is because that's more of a spoiler. He's been through kind of a traumatic event and they're not quite moving his character to any particular location anytime soon. 
Uh, and when you have a 12-episode season, which I believe this season is still 12, 12 episodes, I think he's had two or three, so that's a, a fairly decent chunk. I mean, in the next two, who knows, maybe they might steer his character into a more, like, meaningful path, but, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure what they're doing with that character at the moment. Um, I'm still impressed with um, Claire Danes as Carrie Masson. She's uh, as good as she's been on the show, um, even though I think it was Alan Steppenwolf made a joke that, like, it's not an episode of Homeland if Carrie doesn't cry. Uh, which she cries in a lot of them, but she deals with some some tough things. So um, yeah, I I do also wonder where the show is going itself. Not in a like I have no idea where this is going. This is bad, but in a way of uh, was it this this season is season six? I believe it got renewed up to season eight. So I don't quite know what the end game is yet. Of course, I'm not writing the show, so I don't know that. Um, but where the next two seasons and where the rest of this season is going, uh, in terms of just the, just the, the kind of story in general and sort of, yeah, where the characters are going, uh, Soul's pretty good as well, um, his acting is still top notch, I'm not sure the actor's name actually, I didn't look it up, but, uh, he's still just as good as he's been. Um, so next thing is Samurai Jack Season 5, which is an old show... Uh, I can't remember how old I was when it was on, but I, I remember it sort of floating around um, when I was uh, much younger. Um, and now, yeah, it's getting a season five. Uh, did you ever see any of this? Yeah, I did watch Samurai Jack. I was a big fan of it. It had really different mm. uh, animation style. Yeah. And it was a very interesting concept of, you know, just lost in your own world. Well, you're completely lost in a strange world, so it was a very cool show. It's cool that it's coming back mm. for another season. Yeah, I think I said. Um, I do need to catch up on that. I need to. Yeah, I'm gonna get a uh, refresher too. Watch the first uh, four seasons. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Back according to IMDb, the uh, first season aired in 2001. So. 2001. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember specifically watching it, but I, me- I remember like bits and bits and pieces. So it'll be good to go back and get a uh, proper refresher. But um, yeah, it, it's pretty highly regarded. And I remember a few months ago, or maybe like six six months ago, maybe even a year ago, I can't remember. Um, they said they they didn't have a trailer back then, but they were like, Samurai Jack is going to be coming back. Um, and every all the f- um, all the people that were in the comments, um, I can't remember which Facebook group it was in. Uh, but everyone was pretty excited for its return and uh, looking forward to it. It's, uh, yeah, I like the animation as well. Um, yeah, looking forward to that coming back. Um, that's on March, it did say March 11th in the trailer on Adult Swim. So um, that's going to be on that. Is that a part of another channel or something? Adult Swim? Adult Swim is part of Cartoon Network's more grown-up lineup. Okay. They tend to show it at, like, nighttime. Right. Oh, uh, I'm not sure how it works over there in the UK, but over here in the states, pretty much anything 10 p.m. local time mm-hmm. to about 4 a.m. local time is considered, <laughs> you know, times when the kids aren't up. So yeah. yeah, that's when you get the more edgier, like network TV broadcast shows. That's when you get the more edgier stuff like that. So mm. I think it was on. I, I did see an Adult Swim episode. It was like a spoof. Um, of I can't remember the name, but it was like it was like DC stuff. Basically, it had like Batman and all sorts of other characters, and it had the funny joke of like, 
Wonder Woman got her invisible plane out, um, and Superman tried to, like, jump in it, and because he couldn't see where the plane was, he, like, fell over. It is that kind of silly, stupid thing, but, uh... Okay, what you're what you're thinking about is robot chicken. It's kind of a a spoof, yeah. half toy, half claymation show that uh, Seth Green and uh, uh, a couple other guys that are friends of his kind of did as a as a joke and just became a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think but I'll... yeah, that's part of the adult. Uh... The Adult Swim. Yeah, um, I think that was on Fox over here. I didn't look at the name. I just saw it in. Um... I saw an advert for uh, for Adult Swim, and it had a DC thing in it, so I just searched for that um, on Now TV and, and found it. I think it was on Fox, though. So yeah, that should get picked up by Fox. Yeah, if you look, if you uh, if you search through your streaming services for just Robot Chicken, you'll find it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's starting on March 11th, um, which is also I think the same day as Netflix's Love season two. <laughs> That might be March tenth. I can't remember, but it's like it's around the same date, so uh, be a good time for TV. Um, the next thing is Prison Break, which is coming back for a revival season. Uh, hopefully, they don't end it the same in the same style that they ended Live Another Day on a uh, annoying cliffhanger. Um, of course, I'm referring to Twenty Four. Uh, yeah, back for it. This will be the fifth season because I think it had four originally. Uh, did you ever watch Prison Break? No, it never really clicked to me. I mean, I I understand the concept of it. The guy, guy gets you know falsely convicted, gets sent to prison for whatever reason. His brother decides to get convicted to get to the same prison to break him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concept just seemed too a little too weird. Like there's so many recourses and so many methods uh, over here in the states legally to challenge pretty much anything. Okay. Uh, the whole concept just seemed kind of weird to me, so I never really got into it. Okay. Yeah, I think it was basically he, his brother was wrongly accused of the murder because what they did, or what these criminals did that tried to get him sent down, um, his, I think his name was Lincoln and, was it Michael? The two, the two characters' names? I think Lincoln was the uh, the brother who who is um, Heatwave on Legends of Tomorrow. And then I think it was Michael is Captain Cold. Um, I can't remember their surnames, but um, it was Michael and and him. And uh, basically, his brother was yeah, his brother was wrongly accused. And in the CCTV CCTV footage, they edited in like a gunshot kind of thing because the brother didn't actually shoot the guy. Um, and then they said, look, in the CCTV footage, he's shooting this guy. But I remember specifically in that episode where they they show you how they like did it. Is this guy use, just uses his mouse and he's just clicking on this like almost photoshopping in like what would you call it gunpowder? You know the smoke that comes out of a gun when you when you shoot someone. He basically photoshopped yeah, uh, that into that scene exactly where it needed, so it looked like he'd been shot. So he got sent to prison, and then um, Michael, yeah, Michael got these body tattoos, um, and then. Uh, went into, I think it was went into a bank, shot some, shot some guns up in the air. Um, didn't actually kill anyone because he's not actually a bad guy. Uh, and then yeah, was sent to the same prison as his brother. And then because he had all of the blueprints for the prison on his body, he used used that to basically break them out of the prison. Um, yeah, so it was a pretty interesting concept to me. And um, 
I, I did watch all four seasons, including the final break. It was like a special episode or something. It was on the same like DVD disc at the time. So, uh, yeah, when they first announced Prison Break was coming back, I was sort of like, what are they going to do? Because it ended in a conclusive, but not not 100% convincing way. Um, where, I don't know how much I want to say about the ending, but basically it's, uh, should I say about the ending? Of the full season? I mean, it was a long it was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it's something that if you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to see it, so I wouldn't worry too much about spoiling it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it was basically... Uh, Michael had to break out... I think it was his wife or the, the girlfriend at the time. I can't quite remember her name. Uh, Sarah, was it? I was going to say Sarah Wayne Kelly's, but that's, that's the actress's name. Um, to break her out and break... Uh, Lincoln out and then they had this thing of Michael had this key card for this door and then Michael said I'm going to use this electrical thing to open the door so you can get out but it's quote unquote going to kill me because I guess he he said to her that it was going to like electrocute him or that was that was at least the implication Um, and then the guards were like right behind them so it was like quote unquote like you know no time sort of thing it's no time I have to save you I have to sacrifice myself Uh, and then basically the rest of the group got away and uh, he showed them this video at the end uh, and then it basically ended with that video of him saying you know I love I love all of you guys and this sort of thing Uh, but yeah this fifth season uh, premise is basically um, that he didn't, in fact, die. Of course, uh, everyone kind of doesn't know that because he's in the promo pictures and he's in the um, in the trailers and stuff. He didn't die. He's actually in a different prison, and I think it's he is breaking Michael out this time. So it's like reverse roles. Uh, so that's I'm guessing that's going to be the like plot for the season is he breaks his brother out. It does make sense, and it's a good way to continue it. Because um, at first everyone's like, "What are they going to do? Isn't the brother supposed to be dead?" Kind of thing. Uh, so, so, what do you what do you think of that kind of premise? Well, it's one of those things that they can always bring it back, or it might just be something you know in a flashback. You know, because you never know with actors when they kill them off. Yeah, what happened? I mean, they killed off Wentworth Miller, who played uh, Captain Cold, mm-hmm. and then they brought him back a couple times. And I think that he's got a couple more episodes. Yeah, but yeah, him and Dominic Purcell do have a good uh, working relationship. They you know click pretty well together. So there's always that, and you never know. It really kind of depends on their DC contract and how much of that is going to affect everything. Yeah, that's true because it's you know different to the Fox one. Uh, so yeah, that's on Fox. Uh, it said April fourth, so that's the Fox US date. I don't know about the UK date, but uh, I would assume that would be that used to be on Sky One. But so did twenty four, and now that's on Fox. So it might it might follow the same pattern and be on Fox. But uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, and it's going to be on after all this current stuff finishes. So it'll be good. Um, Stranger Things is the next thing to talk about. One of the one of the biggest shows last year, probably one one of the biggest new shows alongside like Westworld and that sort of thing. Uh, those sort of shows. Um, Got a season, got a season two trailer at the Super Bowl, and then it said coming this Halloween. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if in my head I didn't quite expect it this year. I don't quite know why. It just I don't know. It's reasonable they they're back in October, but I don't know. I, I just for some reason thought it would take a little bit longer. 
Um, but yeah, in the trailer, they're wearing Ghostbusters, um, the original male cast Ghostbusters outfit. Uh, so that's another kind of nice reference back to, um, would it be the 70s, 80s, 90s? I can't, when did that film come out? Ghostbusters yeah. was 84. 84, so yeah, an 80s reference. Um, yeah, very excited for it. This first season was amazing. Um, looking forward to how they continues some of the uh, left open plots from the first season. Um, particularly with the Barbara character, which they did tweet something out and then the tweet was deleted afterwards about that character. Um, I won't say what was in the tweet, although it shouldn't have been tweeted out. But uh, yeah, are you excited for Stranger Things Season 2? Robert? Yeah, I'm very excited for Stranger Things Season 2. I was a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. It is set in the 80s. I believe the show for Season 1 was set in 83. So the Ghostbusters being 84, that would be, you know, for lack of a better term, the new hotness. You know, because yeah. that would have been just fresh and just out. And plus you can also, pretty much nowadays, you can date when they set a TV show in based on the technology. Because if you look at the, you know, it's got film-based cameras and landline telephones and there's not a cell phone in sight. So you know that it's pretty much early 80s mm. on that. Yeah. So, and which... Is which is why it kind of resonated more for me because that's you know that's my childhood that's when I was a kid and growing up yeah you know so I played D and D I had the Ghostbusters you know toy stuff you know that's my time that's my era so that that's a really cool callback to that so nice. it'll be interesting to see what they do I think in terms yeah. of it coming out this year uh, you kind of have to rush it a little bit because time waits for no one and they did cast kids. You know, so yeah. that was kind of the problem with uh, Lost, was why they had to write that one kid character off well, and then yeah. bring him back in the way that they did, was because, you know, it's been two years and he grew a foot and a half. Yeah, I think, like with The Walking Dead as well, they've had to do that with Chandler Riggs. They've, like, had to just let mm-hmm. him age. Um, unless, they, unless they maybe go with the decision to recast him, but I just don't think they're going to do that now. Um well, th- there's no way they would do that. Now, first off, they've already established him aging. Mm-hmm. And second, there's no reason to recast him unless they decide to go way off book from the comic book and kill him off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd be interested to see where they, where they go with Stranger Things Season 2. Because, um, like you said, the kids aren't, kids aren't getting any younger because nobody is. Uh, so yeah, last note, last thing to talk about that I have is panel shows. Do you watch any panel shows? Not quite sure what you mean by a panel show. Oh, I mean, um, I'll give an example of one that I have that I want to talk about. Uh, it's called Virtually Famous. It's on E4. It's actually on tonight. Uh, I quite look forward to it. And it's actually, it's only on for like 35 minutes. So it goes so quickly. Um, it's hosted by Chris Ramsey uh, Sean Walsh and Vicky Patterson. Basically, Chris Ramsey is the host, and then Vicky Patterson's one one of the team leaders, and Sean Walsh is on the other team. And then they have, you know, most most of the time they're E4 people, other people you'd see on E4. So like they have this other show on E4 called Tattoo Fixers, and they have some of the guys on from there sometimes. Uh, they have people from the reality show Made in Chelsea. Um, 
last week they actually had uh, Jimmy Carr, so that was quite a nice surprise. But he he's on Channel Four with um, eight out of ten cats, so I, yeah, he would have a Channel Four contract. Uh, and then eventually they have like random comedians and other people like that. And the show is basically based on like internet clips, so people doing fails and people doing like pranks and stuff like that. Now usually I I don't go anymore on on Instagram and watch um I can't even remember the guy's name people like Kevin Freshwater uh who do like prank vine videos I don't really watch them on their own anymore I now watch them in this show because you know they make a game show out of it and it's actually really funny and really a lot of basically is a lot of fun um and then they have things like fail clips and like, they'll pause it before the person's about to do the fail, and then some, uh, Chris Ramsey will say, like, guess what, try and guess what's going to happen next, and then they'll guess that, and then the team will get the points. Um, so it's just really fun to watch. Do you watch anything like those those kind of things? Uh, that's not anything they really do over here. Okay. Uh, Chris Hardwick, who is the founder and creator of Nerdist, yeah, has a show on Comedy Central called At Midnight, and it's kind of something similar. Okay. And uh, pro skateboarder turned reality TV star uh, Rob Deerdick has a show on MDV called Ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that, but without the points. Yeah. Uh, but that's not really anything that hits like mainstream. So. Hmm. Basically, things like um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and like Family Fortunes, those kind of games or panel shows. But this one's based around like internet clips and. Uh, they do this thing, and I don't know how real it is or how real they're allowed to do it, but they pick, I think in almost in every episode or in every game, I guess you could say, they pick one of the people, like one of the other people from one of the teams. So not usually it's not the host, like Vicky or Sean. It's usually one of the guests that they have on that team. And they say, here's this person's uh, internet history, and they pick like three three searches i don't know how real or accurate that's supposed to or allowed to be or how like made up it is um but that's quite that's another kind of fun segment and then they'll have like clips of people that are doing challenges and then like can you eat this in however much time or can you do this in this much time and then they'll have two people from one person each from the other team do that challenge uh, so yeah, that, that's basically how that show runs, and uh, yeah, it's just really fun. Last year they did have, um, they had two different people on it that had been doing it for three seasons, because this is season four, um, and it will probably go into like f- season 15, 16, hopefully, if it keeps getting renewed. Uh, but they, they stepped down, I, can't, I didn't find out exactly for what reason, and then Chris Ramsey took over, and then Vicky Patterson took over, but uh, Sean Marshall was there from the start. So um, yeah, very, very good show. I'm not. I have no idea where it would be shown in the US, but uh, yeah, it's on E4 over here. So yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, what stuff did you have you wanted to talk about? <coughs> well, my viewing patterns have been all over the place because completely random of late. Okay. Uh, Netflix has the property rights and has been relaunching a show from the 80s from my childhood called Voltron Legendary Defenders. Okay. Uh, Voltron first launched in like 83 and went three seasons as the Lion Force. And then they had a weird spinoff to where it was like an intergal- intergalactic group 
and instead of like being five robots coming in to make one robot, it was like forty robots that came in to make five robots that came in to make one robot, and it got really weird. Um, they did reboot it, and it sounds like a not a compliment, but it is. It doesn't suck. And I know that, like I said, that doesn't sound like a compliment, right. but so many things from the 80s have been rebooted and just been either just awful movies or awful TV shows, uh, or in the case of uh, Michael Bay, just absolute, you know, batshit crazy Chaos. shit shows <laughs> that, you know, yeah. Oh, fun little fact, do you know what uh, Michael Bay's first official directing credit is according to IMDb? I have no idea. Softcore porn. Hmm, okay. Back in hmm. the early 90s, uh, Showtime had a partnership deal with Playboy, right. and they'd make these soft-lit, out-of-focus, no-actual-nudity, like, Playmate model, you know, fake TV half-hour shows. And according to IMDb, he's credited with being the director on one of those things. Huh. And that explains so much. Okay. I, I wouldn't anyway, know what you uh, mean by that last bit, because I, I've heard Michael Bay's done... There's some strange things with Megan Fox or whatever about the the film, uh, the uh, Transformers films, and that's why she didn't get put in the role. But I haven't really looked into it that much, uh, and I... I don't know. I just, I well, well, the thing is, is paid that attention to uh, Michael. The Bay movies themselves stuff. are utterly horrible. Yeah. The movies themselves are utterly horrible. Before the first movie came out, he was open about his hatred and not liking the franchise and the intellectual property in general, which always goes over so well with the fans. <laughs> yeah. And he just completely redesigns everything. Like one of the. Transformers, one of the more iconic ones is a Transformer named Bumblebee, and it's basically a Volkswagen bug in the original comics and the yeah. original TV show. And he, he made it a modern-day Camaro, which, you know, is mm. awesome in the worst possible way. <coughs> the last uh, and then you get, Transformers uh, film that I saw was, I think it was the last one, the, the one before the one that had, uh, what was it? What's, the, what's that guy's name? The, not the uh, the adult guy that took over, Mark Wahlberg. The one, the film. Mark Wahlberg. That. Yeah, the film that was before that one. Um, I think it was the yeah, one Mark where they Wahlberg. replaced Megan Fox, or the one after that. I can't remember. <laughs> There's been so many. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah. the the one before uh, he took over. So that's from what I remember. Yeah, and it always weirds me out to see Mark Wahlberg doing anything acting because I remember him from his boy band days. Alright. Mm. Okay. Um, but anyway, getting back on track. Voltron yeah. was is very well produced. It's, you know, obviously made by someone that's a fan of the franchise that wants to see it done right. It just finished its second season. Um, and it's kind of a good, bad thing. Um, you know, they make it and then they release the whole season and then it's another 18 months before you get the next season. So, season one and two is out. Oh, okay. Uh, visually, it's very good. Um, it stays true enough to the original that it's not trying to, you know, piss off the fans, but makes enough changes to where it's just not a copy paste of it. Yeah. Um, and there's subtle changes, you know, some I think were done for the sake of changes, 
which normally I don't like, but they don't make a big deal out of it, which is fine with me. Because, you know, you make the change, fine. But it's not like, we made a change! We made a change! Look at our change! We made a change! <laughs> and that's that's <laughs> the kind of thing that I really don't like. Um, so, yeah, I've been watching that. Um, had a job interview last week, and it's kind of a bummer that I didn't get the job because in oh. the office they had Netflix going. Right. Um, you know, because, you know, they have a TV up and sometimes you'll have a TV up and it'll be like, you know, this is our company or this is, you know, what we do or this is, you know, more corporate propaganda. But no, yeah. they had uh, Parks and Recreation streaming on Netflix. Nice. And nice. so while I was waiting, I caught two episodes of that. So now I have to watch the whole season, the whole <laughs> okay. thing. So well, I I, well, uh, I just finished season two. Were they that you saw in in the office? It was like season six of seven. I want to say. I mean, it's pretty late into okay. it. Okay, so it was just like random. Um, random I won't spoil. Or... Yeah, I won't spoil too much. But the se- the episode that I watched had a flashback to the previous season to yeah. a character and a kid. And I'm in season three, and the two characters that have kids together are just meeting. Okay. So, right. you know, as a, as a time shift, it's a big jump. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember the commercials for it when it first came out, and I initially didn't want to watch it because it's based really close geographically to where I live. Okay. And, you know, going back to uh, when we were talking about uh, House of Cards mm-hmm. and – you get anything out of Hollywood that's around my area, and it's just, we're all stupid, we're all racist, we're all idiots because we don't think like that we do. And it's shockingly not that. I was honestly surprised at how, well, there's one character that's like that, which is kind of weird because it's the main female character that's like that. All right. But it's way more accurate of what I see in a daily life versus what Hollywood thinks they think this area is. Okay. And so that's why I'm still going through it, right. um, which I know makes no sense whatsoever to everybody that's listening in the UK, and I'm sorry about that, but mm-hmm. um, it is that is what it is. So, But that's cool. I mean, it's a good show. I'm, I'm going to finish out the series because like, I'm already committed now. I'm you know, second season, second episode into season three of seven seasons, so, you know, I'm at the halfway point, essentially. Yeah, Might yeah, as well just finish done. it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, one, one comedy <coughs> that I want to throw in, since we're talking about comedies that I've been watching, is uh, Friends, an old classic, which uh, I think it started, did it finish, started 20 years ago, finished 10 years ago, roughly? Nin- it was, what, 1994 I- to 2004? I think I think that was. A time I think it might have been earlier than that because I remember watching it in college, and this was ninety three was when I first started college, so it's about that time frame. Okay, yeah, it's it's really good. It's just a lot of a lot of fun that does have a surprising more amount of plot development with characters than what I was expecting for a show that has so many episodes. It. Mm-hmm. really moves things more than what I thought and in almost every episode so far and I, I, I'm into season 3 so that's a good a good amount of it to judge it in that way I feel um, like you have character you have the characters often like specifically with the boys I find meet new girls and like date them for a couple of episodes and 
basically move between girls and different things. Um, but then you have it happens sometimes with the girls as well. But I've noticed like not as much because obviously you had the um, I think the right the big like Rachel and Ross storyline that uh, I quite enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. He's none of the characters aren't goofy in their own way, which I really like as well. Uh, they own they they all have their own like smart parts to them. But then they all have they all have these like mistakes they make and these like silly things that they do. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to throw throw uh, friends out there as a, a classic. I, I would call it a classic sitcom. Um, definitely, I've uh, I've been enjoying quite a bit. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well. Yep, yeah, I I forget what season it is. I want to say four. Okay, but it might be five. But there's a few episodes where. Uh, Monica dates John Favreau. Is he the older guy? Who goes on to? No, Who's that's like Tom Selleck, the film star, or whatever. The, the dude with the big mustache. Yeah, no, that's Tom Selleck. John Favreau is the guy that eventually goes on to direct Iron Man. Okay, because I, I remember she met like somebody. A, I think it was in the second season. Uh, who was t- involved with films in some way, from what I remember, and she was like really surprised that she like managed to get a date with him and and this kind of stuff. Um, now the the John Favreau episode, if I'm remembering it right, he decides to become an MMA fighter. Okay. Yeah. But Which yeah, is it, a mixed martial arts. Okay. Sorry, go on. Uh, no, I said MMA is just like a mixed martial arts, and it was just starting to become popular at the time, so that's why they threw it in. It's okay. kind of a random thing, but it's just it's it's always weird going back on like you know watching old episodes and seeing somebody's like. Holy crap, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah, I'd seen, again, like, episodes here and there of Friends. Uh, and then I just thought, why not just watch? I watch, like, one a week, which I know will take me a long time. But I intend for the... I want the show to last a long time. I don't want to, like, binge it and be like, oh, I just, like, went through ten seasons. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to just take my time. And it's not coming back or being re- rebooted or revived as far as I know I've not heard anything at all which I don't necessarily expect either but it's you know I'm, I'm taking my time with it so um, yeah very good show uh, anything else you want to talk about uh, yeah I've still been watching Gotham I do like it a lot Okay. And which is kind of weird for me because I'm not a, normally a big fan of the everything must be dark and gritty mm-hmm. but if you look at you know some of the previous works from Batman, like from like the Frank Miller Dark Knight era, yeah, um, to some of the stuff you know in the fifties, it kind of fits in that mindset and of his backstory, mm-hmm. um, you know, of loss and pain and uh, a, a lot of uh, you know self applied guilt to the situation, so that can always fit. Plus, it's you know it's really well acted. It's mm-hmm. really interesting with the character development. They're going some really odd directions with some of the characters. Um, but I do like it that they're not cartoony. Okay. And cartoony is fine in a cartoon. If you look at like the the classic, you know, animated Superman, animated Batman, Just Justice League, a few of the characters are pretty silly and cartoony, and that's fine. It works in that format. But mm-hmm. when you get to live action and then you try to get cartoony, that's when you get uh Batman and Robin, the movie with, you know, Chris O'Donnell and George Clooney <laughs> and Alicia Silverstone and all that. Right. That, I've heard that Clooney is one of the, stupidity. not one of the worst, but not one of the best <laughs> of the Batman. 
Well, it's not so much that he's the worst. It turns Batman from, like, a dark, brooding vigilante to, like, this weird, cuddly, teddy bear father (laughs) figure. And it just doesn't work. Mm. And Clooney's a great actor. I mean, he's been in some amazing roles and done some amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is not one of them. Mm. Okay. Well, now we have the old uh, Batfleck or Ben Affleck, Batman, Batfleck, whatever you want to call him. I surprisingly wasn't hating Ben Affleck as Batman. I I thought I wouldn't like it. I was really expecting not to like it, and it wasn't terrible. Because at the end of the day, you can tell he really cares about doing a really good job. Yeah, well, um, I'm still not to, quite on board to two, with... but is uh, no longer directing. Is it called The Batman? The new, the new film is coming out? I think it's called... Uh, I just keep um, seeing It's called, the I Batman. think, maybe The Batman. Yeah, which is fine. It's yeah. just, it's just I don't think it has like, an official <laughs> title yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so don't overanalyze it like uh, people have been doing with The Last Jedi. Because uh, it's, it's just yeah. a film title. But anyway... Um, Cool, alright. Uh, yeah, I did um, check out the intro sequence, because uh, I was listening to a, the Quiver, sorry, the Quiver Arrow podcast, and they, they always um, break the fourth wall a little bit by talking about what DC and stuff could do in the future with, with all these all these shows that they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were mentioning, like, you know, the Black Siren stuff with Laurel and Birds of Prey and all this kind of thing, and then they, kept, they mentioned a couple of times the Birds of Prey show which you mentioned a couple of times on on our podcast for that um so i went and mm-hmm. i haven't seen any of it but i went and watched the title uh intro sequence and it's got some parts of like batman and batgirl and now i really really want a uh batman or just a bat anything from the bat family a live action show that is ahead of where gotham is because there isn't any or oh, you got young bruce wayne but it's he's not batman yet so yeah, I'm looking forward to the day when that hopefully happens. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool as well. You never know. The, the the Smallville TV show went ten seasons, and they never had Tom Welling in the Superman suit. I would have found that really frustrating. Uh, it was. I mean, it, it had a couple of interesting characters as, like, you know, friends of young um, Clark Kent, yeah. some that were just like complete creations for the for the show, but just like really integral. Right. Uh, the commercial episode was unbelievably cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm kid I kid you not. There was an episode in like the fourth or fifth season, and the entire episode was sponsored by this uh, bubble gum company, <laughs> and so they yeah. had that. That it had that product placement like literally in almost every single scene, and the bubble gum was getting manufactured locally in the town and got contaminated with kryptonite, and so random people were getting random superpowers. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievably bad. It was so cringeworthy. It almost made it enjoyable. Yeah, I I, I would get annoyed with that in the same the same kind of way that I'm getting annoyed with uh, Gotham in a way because I've been. I've been keeping up with Gotham in a way of not watching it, but not really being mind about spoilers because Channel 5 hasn't even announced a release month, let alone day or time, because uh, they keep just saying later in the year and now 14 episodes of Gotham have gone past. So I, I watched like some clips of some things that happened, and it's just a bit of... 
in the same way that I would probably have had a problem with Smallville of like this person's going to become Batman or Superman but not yet and then like four or five six seasons go by he's going to become Batman or Superman but not yet it it just really would really would and really does in the way of Superman, uh, Smallville and Gotham annoy me so much but then at the end of the day I know that Gotham is to show the young Bruce Wayne, but it's still just that piece of frustration of like, you know where this character's going to go and you know what's going to happen to him, you just have to wait several seasons to see it happen. So it's almost a way of getting annoyed about something a, a I, know, I know they're not going to show yet, but, you know, did you get what I mean? Like, It's a giant tease, yeah, trust yeah. me, I get it. Plus because of the way of, I feel we're being served with the super... Super fam- is that what they called the super family? Well, they called the like with Supergirl and Superman Sup- of Supergirl. That's where that itch gets scratched of wanting a Superman or Supergirl show, especially considering they had Superman in the show for a little bit of time. There isn't a current mm-hmm. Batman or Bat Family live action show, which is you know part of that complaint slash problem. So yeah, I just thought I'd put that out there as well. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I've been watching a couple other things, but it's things that we've already talked about on other episodes, okay. and not really enough has changed one way or another in it to really bring it up. Um, just will mention, still watching Blind Spot, love it. Still watching Lucifer. Okay. Getting more and more into it. Uh, it looks like they're finally deciding on a direction for the show, because that was always my problem with season one. It was uh, they were trying too many things with either the procedural cop drama or the theological angle. Or, you know, the this angle or that angle. They've finally tightened that up quite a bit. Okay. And so they're only focusing on a couple of things. And so it's gotten a lot better. You know, still love that. You know, st- we're obviously still watching the DC shows because we're still mm-hmm. doing the podcast. Yep. So um, please, you know, uh, still watching my, you know, if you would like to. Yep, absolutely. Check the podcast out. I'm still watching the the semi documentary shows, uh, the Gold Mining and the Curse of Oak Island. Um, those are always fascinating to me because it's just such a different world on our planet. You know, going, you know, driving 700 miles to mine gold for three months, and that's your whole income for your whole year. Okay. And you know, being a retired businessman and you know spending 10 million dollars digging holes on an island off the coast of Nova Scotia because other people have done it for the last 200 plus years trying to find treasure, including they just, um, I just found out because through the show, Oak Island at one point was, had a treasure hunt expedition done by future U S president, uh, Theodore uh, Roosevelt. Okay. He was part, he was part of an expeditionary company, and then he was fascinated with the island because he had heard a story from his grandfather saying that that was where the lost French crown jewels of Marie Antoinette and Louis XIII wound up. And so he kind of did some treasure hunting there, which is always kind of interesting. All right, cool. Um, okay, is that, is that what you want to uh, talk about? Yeah, that's about all I got. All right, nice. I, I've been watching Blindspot as well, which has been pretty good. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll just kind of leave it. It's been I don't really know what to say about Blind Spot at this point. Um, I'm still enjoying it, but I'm not quite sure where it's going. But again, when I say that, I'm not writing the show, so I don't know where it is going. 
PS. Been, still been enjoying it. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I'm not 100% sure they know where they're going. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so yeah, this is the last TV episode, TV podcast episode. It's weird to call it that. But podcast about TV um, <clears throat> that we're going to be doing until... I'll say, I'll say like May-ish. May, I think May or June would be a, a decent time to come back to kind of talk about all the shows we've been watching over the over the year or so because that's tv is almost kind of like seasonal because it's sort of october to december and then like end of january to like may ish sort of thing and then you have your summer stuff because then everything starts shooting again like uh you know walking dead all dc shows they all shoot in like summer and stuff and, and then later in the year as well they shoot as well but uh that's when their production starts again uh, so yeah, this will be this will be the last one until about May June ish because uh, we'll be doing the video game podcast, which is random gaming talk, and then the Walking Dead, uh, and then the DC shows and Twenty Four Legacy. So be uh, I'll be plenty busy for until May, um, and then first impressions videos, which are you know quicker to make than this, but um, you know I still have to get those out because they're they're monthly uh, video game things. But anyway, you can find all the rest of the content on entertainmenttalk.org. You can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK for posts and for um, updates and things like that. Um, if you have any inquiries, any feedback, if you'd like to write for us or podcast for us or make make any content about the content that we make, uh, basically. Um, or if you yeah, if you have any inquiries or any feedback about the website or anything at all, uh, email entertainmenttalk.com. And lastly, if you'd like to support us for a dollar a month or more, depending on what you choose to do, because it'll be your money that you'll be spending. Um, or if you'd like to redeem some rewards for specific reviews, which I won't change the price for, because that's the price I set them for. Um, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk uh, to support us and to redeem rewards for reviews. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. And as always, we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Have a good day.